This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into the Divas Dish Podcast. I am Cherie Taylor along with Elise Riley. How you doing, Elise? Pretty good. Okay, we talk off air and of course via text constantly about kids stuff. I sent you a meme this morning where it's like that one kid that you have that tests your gangsta constantly. Do you have a kid that tests your gangsta? Because I sure do. Lord, yes. That would be Ella. <laughs> Uh, you tell me, and we're not going to get into it. We're not going to shame our kids or embarrass them. There's just some stuff that's happened this time of uh, th- this this school year to both of our kids. I'll start with just saying with Austin, he's in ninth grade. The kids are getting bigger, more hormones. He's getting taller. If you've not seen Austin, he's towers above me. He's got longer hair now. He's playing football. So he's kind of, you know, he's kind of beefing up. He's a big kid, but um, he's getting taller and thinner, but he's also muscular now or more muscular now. However, there's some things that, you know, kids and especially teenage boys go back and forth mouthing off at each other. And there was a situation of that recently where Austin decided to go. They have a policy at their school. If you see something, say something. Well, he said something to the vice principal and he got pulled into the vice principal's office told his side of the story these other kids got pulled in told their side of the story and there lies the truth right in the middle of it because austin painted the story to make himself look like an angel have you ever had that happen oh yes yes that's a definite (laughs) ella thing as well Oh my gosh, my mom always used to say, well, what did you do? When I would say, hey, they did this, blah, blah, blah. Well, what did you do? I say it at home and they think I'm just being mean to them. When the vice principal finally said it to him, I think the point got across because he's not hes not testing me as much as he was before. I mean, that's an improvement. All right, so it's okay to tell kids to fail. Apparently, a new study said that telling your kids it's okay to fail will make them fail less. It sounds reasonable, right? It kind of sounds counterintuitive, not counterintuitive, but kind of like aversion therapy saying it's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. But the bright side is from your mistakes comes all these wonderful things. Like Edison made so many mistakes before inventing the light bulb. When he finally invented the light bulb, poof, there it is. And you can't take that away from him. So um, they actually said this to a bunch of sixth graders, but this happens with younger kids too, because you have, I'm, I'm, you've got a little boy at home and Owen's like what, 18 months old. Yep. Okay. So he's headstrong with a lot of things, right? Oh yeah. And so does he get frustrated when he can't complete a task? Oh yeah, definitely. 
Okay. So I think th they started with talking to a group of sixth graders in this study, but with Owen, it might be a good thing to say, Hey, it's okay. Everybody screws up. Do you think he'll get mad? You think he'll understand that in a way that a uh, 18 month old could? I don't know. He thankfully gets distracted pretty quickly. So if he, you know, he does get frustrated, we can move him on to something else. <laughs> therein lies the rub here <laughs> and then when he's older he's going to be like yeah mom I I'm just really not good at cleaning up my room so I'm going to go outside and play you can clean it up yeah I don't think you'll be able to like you know dangle something in front of his face when he's five or six years old but it works now <laughs> whatever gets you through right mama whatever gets you through we talked about being unicorn moms I guess that's part of the territory of being a unicorn mom oh yeah gotta get well, creative exactly Austin my oldest test me seriously test me but he also has a heart of gold and he really cares about people my youngest is very sweet very pure of heart and even in um he's a, a fifth grader about to be a sixth grader so this would uh, definitely apply to him but when he was in kindergarten his kindergarten teacher miss bell told me he is such a sweet good child that if i ever get on to him he gets upset so he needs to learn how to get in trouble so i have one that likes getting in trouble one that doesn't know how to get in trouble and doesn't know how to handle his feelings when he gets in trouble so how do you handle that one Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Thankfully, you're going through that before me because I don't know. <laughs> I am here to serve. My kids are just a test group for your kids. It's just a focus group for you. That's what my best friend says, too. She's like, yeah, my daughter, you know, she's 15. And so she she's like, yeah, I'm just I'm going through all this. And I said, well, good, because I'm sitting back and I'm watching and learning. Yeah, take notes. Time will come. Take notes. I can help you with the boy stuff, but I cannot help you with the teenage girl stuff. I was once a teenage girl. And let me just tell you, as I tell my children, teenage girls are mean. They are mm -hmm. awful. Mean girls are a real thing. And you know what? They're a real thing when you get older, too. You just have to look and find them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They It never it never stops. It never stops. So tell your kids it's okay to fail. That's what we take away here. One researcher told a group of sixth graders, learning is difficult and failure is common. But practice will help, just like learning to ride a bicycle. And I can point that out, but my youngest son, Bennett, not that coordinated on a bicycle. So I don't know how this one is going to work with him. <laughs> it's like riding a bicycle. He's going to be like, yeah, mom, I suck at that. Yeah, Ella's not good at it either. Oh, that's good. So, okay, good. I thought it was just my one child. And I thought maybe because he's left-handed, that the coordination's a little different when he's left-handed. Even for er certain other things that other kids can do easily, because he's left-handed. However, yesterday I did have to go get him early. He was climbing on the playground, fell and hit his hand on a metal rod on the ground, like one, one of the metal posts that was holding the climbing gear up. So, oh, no. But it was his right hand, so that was the takeaway there. Well, Bennett, you can still write with your left hand. <laughs> I'm like, well, oops, sorry, can't get exactly get out of school for this one. Here's a brace. Go back to school. Yeah, no, can't can't brace your writing hand and get out of assignments. Yeah, because all he wanted would want to do is stay at home and watch movies. Speaking of which, what are Ella's favorite movies that she can watch over and over and over again? Right now, currently, uh, it's Hannah Montana. Are you kidding me? Wow. I know. It's great. I love it. Oh, yeah. Well, you kind of grew up with that, too. So I you did. were on that. You were on the end of that bubble of Hannah Montana. So I was. I and I, I love it. So I'm I'm here for that. I'll watch the Hannah Montana movie as many times as she wants to. When she was younger, though, it was Finding Nemo. Really? Finding mm -hmm. Nemo over and over again. Was she a Dory fan or a Nemo fan? Nemo. Okay. Yeah, it was Nemo. She Her second birthday was Nemo. Oh, I she love loved that. it. 
Well, Austin, growing up, we when he was little, he watched Beauty and the Beast over and over and over again. It was Beast, Beast, Beast. He loved the Beast, 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 Beast. And so when he went to Disney, we got to do Enchanted Tales with Belle that we thought was just going to be like a little puppet show kind of thing. Nope. The doors open up while you're there. First of all, they tell you the beginning story and you're sitting in this room, kind of like the story hour. And then they open up the doors and then you go into the enchanted castle where Belle is there and they pick different people from the audience to be different characters. Out of the blue, they picked Austin to be the beast. I was in tears before he even got on stage to reenact as the beast. Ella did it and she was the wardrobe. I was too. I got to sing. <laughs> it was amazing. I love it. I was, they, they, picked a mom as the wardrobe so i got to sing and then bennett got to be chip the cup and then Aww. austin got to be the beast and i have those those pictures are priceless to me they're so tiny now it's like i look back and i go why were my kids this tiny i don't remember them being that tiny and now i look at them and I go uh who told you could get taller than me I know. I'm trying to enjoy every minute as much as I get frustrated sometimes, especially with Owen. I'm trying to enjoy it. Yes. Well, Austin was all about Beauty and the Beast. Bennett is anything Disney. Anything Disney. For the longest time, there was anything Disney. Anything Disney, we would watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse when he was smaller. The hot dog song is stuck in my head for the rest of my life. I never even want to see a hot dog thanks to that song. I talked about this on my show going back to the Austin thing. Yesterday, I was introducing, uh, I was talking into Life as a Highway. And when Austin was little, he loved Cars also, in addition to Beauty and the Beast. But we watched Beauty and the Beast more than we watched Cars. He thought the theme song to that was Lightning's Highway. Aww. So every time you hear that from now on, you're going to think Lightning's a Highway. You're not going to hear Life is a Highway. It is Lightning's a Highway. Because I always used to correct him. And then I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. There you go. You're right. <laughs> it does sound like that. So no, anyway, cute. it is precious. It's precious. And um, Bennett, anything Disney, but a few years ago, he he loves theater. And so he loved cats. He thought he would love cats and he wanted to go see Cats the musical. And I wouldn't take him to see the movie. So his dad took one for the team. His dad is not a theater person, does not like musicals, had no idea what Bennett was picking out for them to go watch. <laughs> oh. That is one time my ex-husband took one for the team and he had no idea he was taking one for the team until he got in there and saw the film. Now Bennett, thank God, does not like that film. He saw it. I think it was just because of all the hype around it and it's theater. Well, it's apparently theater, but we just, that's debatable. We'll just leave it at that. But anyway, sure. so yeah, Bennett had to watch that for the longest time and it was downloaded on his iPad mini and the iPad mini shattered and that's attached to a different account. So poof, no more cats. Oh, well. Oh, no. I don't know how we have survived. Oh, yes, we have. There's more and more and more. But there are certain things on the Disney Channel that Bennett loves watching. So we 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 watch everything. We go through spurts. Like Ella was all Descendants for a while. Bennett was Descendants for a while. Mm -hmm. It's it's just kind of crazy. Disney knows how to hit the pulse of what kids are into. And they 
go crazy. And then it's like they have another show to transition to something else. As they grow, they have the shows that grow with them. And it, it's it's perfect timing. Yeah, thankfully, Ella's getting, like, she's really into the older stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, like, she watched all of Wizards Away Really Place. And she did Hannah Montana. Well, now she's watching Sweet Life. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to transition her to That's So Raven after that. Oh, yeah. We, uh, Bennett is all about Raven's Home that's on Disney Channel and also Bunked because he loved the whole um, it's Jess. Hey, Jesse, Jesse, the oh, Jesse yeah. show. And so that transitioned into Bunk and then Sweet Life kind of transitioned into Jesse because it's got the same actress mm -hmm. the, from Sweet Life and Sweet Life on Deck. And then I tried to tell Bennett the other day that London Tipton from Sweet Life and Sweet Life on Deck, the actress Brenda is now engaged to Macaulay Culkin. They have a kid together. So uh, that's kind of fun. Kind of like your kids' lives kind of melded together. Like their their TV life and their movie life growing up kind of melted together. And those two got together and had a child and are getting married. I told Ella that the other day, too. She loves to know, well, who's that? Who are they married to? Do they have kids? Like, who is she asked me that all the time. Like, I'm just supposed to know who each star is married to. Well, that's exactly what your job is. Come on. We do entertainment radio. I was telling somebody the other day about they needed to come on the podcast with us. And they're like, oh, I do not talk politics. I'm like, neither do we, my friend. Neither do no, we. No, no. <laughs> Not at all. So those are the movies that they watch over and over again. What are the movies your kids watch over and over again? Leave us a comment and uh, maybe we'll talk about those or do a review of those because we do movie reviews. Okay. Let's also talk about um, it's okay to make mistakes. Let's go back to the idea. It's okay to make fail. It's okay to make mistakes. And is it okay to call people out, especially when someone is just stepping all over the line? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I am talking about when Pete Davidson calls you out, there's got to be a problem. When Pete Davidson says, hey, dude, you might need to chill. There's a problem. I've been waiting on him to say something now for a while. Kind of surprised it took this long. Not going to well, lie. Well, I know why it took that long, or I'm guessing why it took that long, is she had to wait for her official declaration that she is legally a single person as she's going through the separation from Kanye. Of course, I'm talking about Kim Kardashian goes Instagram official with Pete Davidson. And of course, Kanye just keeps coming for her and social media and different comments about her questioning her, the way she mothers the children, questioning this, questioning that. And finally, Pete Davidson stepped in and said, dude, come on, come on, come on, come on. This is skeet. You need to calm down. And what it wasn't Pete that showed the text. It was one of Pete's friends that shared the text on social media. They're now gone from that account, but other people screenshot them. So they live on and on and on. So basically it's like high school boys, as I mentioned, high school boys going back and forth at each other earlier. And Pete saying, dude, you're not going to do this. Kim's an amazing mom. And then Kanye said something about, oh, you're going to use profanity. Where are you right now? Then Pete goes back and says, dude, I'm in Kim's bed right now. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Where are you? <laughs> I teared up reading this exchange. I know you don't like the whole Kardashian thing. I find them a little ridiculous. But when you see stuff like this, when Pete Davidson, who's had his itself all over social media and he's not even on social media but you you've had his name 
all over the news with different relationships, different issues, this, that, and the other. And then when he calls you out, dude, you might want to listen. If Pete says you got a problem, you might have a problem. Yeah, you need to seriously look at yourself if Pete Davidson is questioning you. Yeah, a lot of people are making a joke out of this. I know I'm kind of giggling about the situation because I'm giggling about the situation of Pete finally stepping in and going, dude, you can't do this. You got to stop. However, it's a little scary because it seems like boundaries are being pushed. Boundaries are being pushed. Boundaries are being pushed. And um, someone needs to step up and get Kanye some help on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Pete, he, he needs to chill. Yeah, that's exactly what Pete said. And what is Pete doing? You were like, hey, Pete's about to go into space. Tell me about that. He is. He apparently is the next round of people to go up on the blue. I think it's Blue Origin. And apparently they go up on Wednesday. So Pete in space. I wonder if Kanye is going to, you know, because, you know, if you are with somebody, then you're not with somebody. You kind of want to compete with the person they're with now. I wonder if Kanye's going to step up and go, yeah, I want to go to space next. I'm sure he will. He'll be, he'll just assume that he needs to do it too. Oh, wow. And and then write a song about it. I went to space because Pete went to space. Oh yeah. Pete went first, but it's okay because I'm better. (laughs) Elise and I were trying to pull things to talk about for the podcast. And you're like, everything on our website is St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day. And one thing they did have that I think would be fun to do, but I don't really see people doing this on St. Patrick's Day. It's more bar crawls. Odyssey has Get Ready for St. Patrick's Day with the best dive bar karaoke songs. I'm sorry. On St. Patrick's Day, people don't go in to do karaoke. They just do bar crawl. They stay from bar to bar to jump from bar to bar to bar to bar. Yeah, I don't associate karaoke with St. Patrick's Day either. Yeah, I I wanted to say to the person that wrote this at corporate, hey, um, do you? Because it just says, oh, it does have the person's name. Hmm, never mind. It says St. Patrick's Day will be special, getting together with friends, family, community members, doing bar crawls with your friends, and even better beer and better music. However, it's suggesting here are these dive bar karaoke songs you can do. No one does karaoke on St. Patrick's Day, but on the 18th, go for it. What would be some of your go-to karaoke songs? If you're out on the 18th, what would be your go-to songs? I normally go to karaoke songs. I don't perform karaoke alone. I'm not like I know. you. I don't do that. <laughs> I know. Um, always normally number one is going to be a Spice Girl song. <laughs> that is Probably actually want to be. That is actually one of the top lists there. Also, people are saying Skinnerd. They would do some Skinnerd. And of course, Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. Of course, you can go to a baseball game and hear that one. Another one, Before He Cheats. Have you ever heard anybody do that in karaoke? That is one I have never heard in karaoke. No, I've heard other Carrie Underwood, but definitely not that one. Yeah. And another one, Hey Ya, definitely heard that so many times in karaoke, but it's usually like the closing song the DJ does. Yeah. I don't know that I would sing Hey Ya either. Total Eclipse of the Heart. I mean, who wrote these? Because I would never do Total Eclipse of the Heart. I would totally do Me and Bobby McGee. That's my warm up song for karaoke. I also, I can't say it on air, but I can say it on the podcast. I do Meredith Brooks, bitch. I love doing that song in karaoke and watching people's face. That's an excellent, excellent choice. Excellent choice. You've seen me do that one before. And also I would need um, Miranda from the block to do this with me because we've actually done this at um, Jack and Diane's, the dueling piano bar downtown. We have actually done um, Proud Mary, a little rolling on a river together. We've actually done that one together. That was so fun. 
See, that's a good one. That one fits the vibe of karaoke. Like, you don't want to go to karaoke and sit in the middle of someone singing a power ballad. No. Total eclipse of the heart? No, 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 no. I had somebody I was dating once, and he's like, oh, let's do meatloaf. And I'm like, really? Are you kidding me? Are, are, do you know how much that song entails? And finally, it's like halfway through, he forgot the words, so he's just standing there, and I'm having to do the female parts. It's pretty bad. That's like a like a 13-minute song. Paradise by the Dashboard Light is literally the longest song ever, and you have to really get into it. that's karaoke yeah and after a couple of drinks you don't do that but some people just they're like oh i love this song and then they get up there like oh crap i don't know this song see that's the problem people get all excited and they want to perform their favorite song but then it's like oh well i guess this doesn't really fit but it's my favorite it's my favorite oh yeah great everybody knows this no we don't No, no 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 and one thing that my friends and i have done before is basically we pick a song for someone else in the group we write their names down put the song in and make them go sing it and they have to own the song whether they like it or not they have to own the song i would die i would fall in a hole and die <laughs> you know where that comes from right my best friend's wedding Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, she didn't do a good job either. But you know what? She owned it. She didn't do she a did. good job, but she owned it. That's it's all like if she just sat there with her head hung down and sang it, it was just been bad. But she smiled. She got into it. Everybody knew she was uncomfortable and she worked through that pain. See, it's OK to fail. That's exactly what she did. And then she still ended up with a guy. She beat out Julia Roberts for the guy. Impressive. I know that is an impressive feat. <laughs> You know what also is an impressive feat? This is the shortest on record uh, besides the Diva Dis- Diesel episode of the Diva's Dish podcast. Is it really? Yes. Yes. This one is going to be a short one. Normally, they're about 30 minutes long. We're at 22 minutes here. and We've got about five minutes to edit out. So it's going to be a short one going to be a short one today and that's okay we are also going to start talking about spring because you know it's technically spring-ish because we lost an hour of sleep which by the way is still kicking my hiney still mm-hmm. kicking my hiney because yeah. i had to be up and on set to get ready for a bridal show saturday of uh, sunday morning after an all-day fitting on saturday and had to be there at eight o'clock which was technically seven o'clock to get oh, hair and makeup oh. done and do runway set up and lights and all this other stuff and then spend the better part of my day in a bridal gown. Well, I, I have a toddler, so I bet you can, you know, infer how my my daylight savings time went. Uh, the toddler was ready to be up and at it and gone. Yep. He woke up at 445 this morning. Oh, my gosh. And he yeah. does not go back to sleep and you're at work. So uh, there you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good times. I love having a toddler when it comes to daylight savings time. Uh, This morning was hard for me to get up. Yesterday was kind of hard. This morning, really hard. And Austin's like, Mom, Mom, we got to go. I'm like, I know, I'm brushing my teeth. But it was more like, I'm brushing my teeth, hold on. (laughs) This morning was really rushed for us, too. Oh, my gosh. It was one of those days. And then, of course, he had an allergy attack. And I looked at him. I said, I can walk you in. Let's take some allergy medicine and calm that down for a second here. Because it was bad. It was like the pollen is out everywhere, even though it's still cold because we had that fake spring. Mm-hmm. And so my allergies, his allergies, it's like stair steps. When mine are good, his are bad. It, it's vice versa. It's kind of like, okay, well, here's some allergy medicine. So I had to make sure that cleared up because finally going back to school without mask on. And of course, here, my kid goes in sneezy. They're going to flag him for all kinds of symptoms in the health room. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you made the right call there. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you can be a little bit late for your allergies. It's all good. Pick your battles as a mom. I'm just saying, pick your battles. Between the movies that the kids watch, what do you do? Do you look at it when your kids kind of get zoned into certain movies they watch over and over again? Do you look at it as I have one hour and 30 minutes to two hours to breathe a little bit? I've never had my child sit and watch an entire movie for that long. No, no, they, they always want something. It's always something. Mm. Like last night when everybody came in, because Austin came in after a football, pro- well, they have weight training and stuff like that. So he came in afterwards, Bennett was settled because I had to go get him early because of his wrist thing. And then it's just like, finally, I was like, everybody, let's take an hour. Everybody has an hour to themselves before I start dinner. Just catch your breath. Everybody good? Yeah. And then the dog and then the cats decided they wanted to be in my room. And then each kid individually wanted to be in my room. So there went my hour and they didn't understand why I was crabby. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Why is mom so angry all the time? They don't get that. One day they will. It will click for them. One day they will. And I'll be the grandparent that doesn't pick up the phone or doesn't ever want to babysit. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely, definitely going to be <laughs> I'm going to be like, yeah, no, go see my parents. They're the ones that wanted to babysit, not me. <laughs> All right, then. Well, that is the Divas Dish Podcast. You can pick us up twice weekly. New episodes once on Tuesday and once on Friday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, the Odyssey app, as well as our website, which is magic989.com. All right, Elise, back to the Batcave for you. And um, actually, you're heading home to hopefully enjoy the benefits of your child wanting to take a nap since he's been up since 4.45? I know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Does that mean you'll take a nap or you'll just enjoy the quiet house? Probably just enjoy the quiet house. I'm not I'm not a napper, usually. <laughs> I'm a chill. I will meditate and chill out, but I no- normally won't take a nap during the middle of the day because my day will be done then. Thanks for joining us for the Divas Dish Podcast. I'm Cherie Taylor and Elise Riley, and this is the Divas Dish Podcast on Magic 98.9. An Odyssey Station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.